0: Covid interrupted many of our normal patterns and one such pattern was that of having a commemoration service on All Souls Day. It's a service where we normally invite the families of those who have died to come and join us, to pray for one another, to remember their loved ones before God and to find a sense of solace and comfort together. In 2021 we were able to return to this practice, having been unable to do so the year before. And this is my address, reflecting on Psalm 121. You are listening to a sermon from the Pilgrim Path, with your preacher Samuel S. Thorpe. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit will draw near and give us strength, as we remember those whom we love but are with us no more. Amen. The death of a loved one is never an easy thing to process, and in a sense it can launch us into a new and often unexpected world. A world where so much seems to carry on as before, but which is nevertheless fundamentally altered by the absence of someone who has been such a part of our lives. Even with the support of friends and family, the journey of grief can seem an intensely lonely one. People might be kind and say all the right things. Indeed, they might even have similar experiences. But our grief remains our own, and each day we live with it, and we continue our pilgrimage through a world which seems both similar and alien all at once. The journey of remembrance, of learning to live without them, and of trying each day to embody the lessons their lives taught us, is never an easy one. But the times in which we live, and which form the context for our grief, are often easier times than we have experienced in the last couple of years. Covid has changed the world around us in such a way that no one has been left unaffected. Yet the knowledge that it has impacted everyone has tempted too many people to minimise their experience of its hardships. Oh, I shouldn't complain. We've all been affected, after all. We may have all been affected, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't count. Some of us have been unable to see our loved ones one last time before they died. Some of us weren't able to see them in person during the last months of their life. We've had funerals where important people were unable to travel to join us. We've been told to keep our distance, and at times so unable to give one another a hug or a reassuring touch on the arm. Some of us had hoped to have memorial services later, which often haven't materialised. Everyone else has moved on. And so the emotional isolation of grief has been, for many of us, compounded by physical and social isolation. Perhaps most visibly depicted in our cultural consciousness by the striking photographs of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth sitting alone by herself at the funeral of her husband Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. A poignant scene, indeed. In such moments of isolation, we can wonder, how can I carry on as I did before? How am I to cope? Over time, we find that we are indeed still here, putting one foot in front of the other as we make our pilgrim way through grief and try to make the most of the lives we have now. These questions are very human questions to ask. Each generation and culture asks it afresh in its own way, as did the poet who wrote Psalm 121 nearly 3,000 years ago. Where will my help come from? they ask. Their conclusion is, My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The Lord, who made all things, including each one of us, is described as our keeper, who is so close to us that he is like the shadow of our hands, alongside us, often unnoticed in all that we do. More than this, the poet writes, The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. How can this be when our loved one has died? Shouldn't the Lord keep us from all evil? For as much as death is a reality which comes to all of us, it is profoundly unnatural and inhuman. The Christian faith is this, not that God should keep us from death, but that he became a human being just like you and I when he was born as Jesus. He grew up to live our human life with us, And on the cross, he died our death with us and for us. The Lord who made heaven and earth died. Yet, because of the love of God the Father for each of us, who he delights in having made to be a part of his creation, the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the grave as an eternally living promise that death is not the final word. But there is hope not just for our loved ones, but for each of us. When we die, God, our keeper, keeps our life. With this in mind, when we hear the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore, we would do well to remember that this offers us hope in two ways. Firstly, we have hope and confidence that those we love who have died are secure in the love and knowledge of God. And we are offered hope in a God who cares for each of us and pays us such close attention that he is always with us, even and perhaps especially in those moments when we don't feel like he is. He can be our keeper, our helper, as we continue day by day to make our pilgrimage through life. In the light of this hope, we light a candle to join these candles before us to remember those whom we love and miss before God, entrusting them and indeed ourselves once again into his loving care. Amen.